One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino, and today on the show, we have a very special guest. Brandy Glanville from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is here. I'm super excited to chat with her because there are all these rumors about what happens next season on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so we have to get to the bottom of it. We need to know what's going on with Denise. I have so many questions for Brandy. So we'll get to that in just a second. I also want to mention that I'm a guest on her podcast, Unfiltered, so if you want to hear us continue the conversation, you can go listen to that. Uh, Before I get into the interview, I have a few things that I want to mention. Number one, we have brand new Everything Iconic merchandise available. So we have brand new t-shirts. We have pop sockets that say Queen Icon Legend. We have wine glasses that say Queen Icon Legend. We have the Sheena Shea uh, temporary It's All Happening tattoos. We have uh, fancy AF cocktail books that you get uh, signed and personalized. We have all sorts of new stuff you can get at everythingiconic.store. Again, it's everythingiconic.store. We have oversized t-shirts, so we have XL, double XL. You know, I like a roomy house blouse. I like a shirt that's a little oversized that I can wear around the house comfortably. And so we have the bigger sizes there, too. And if you're coming to the live shows, that stuff will be available at the live shows to buy, except for the wine glasses. I think those might not be just because they're fragile, and I don't know if we're traveling with those. But everything else will be available at the live shows. I'm so excited about the live shows. I'm in Dallas and Atlanta this week. There are still a few tickets left to Dallas on Wednesday night if you want to come. Get the tickets at everythingiconic.com. There's a little link for live shows. I can't wait. I think they're going to be so much fun. I'm super, super excited. Uh, And I also want to mention that the podcast this week will be a little bit off schedule. We have this episode this week, and then also later on in the week, I'll have that uh, recap of Jessica Simpson's open book. So there's a whole episode about Jessica Simpson's book that'll be out later this week. So those will be the two episodes that are out this week uh, because I'm on uh, the live tour. And I can't wait to see you guys. I'm so excited. Also, there's a my spinoff podcast, A Very Merry Iconic Podcast. We just released a new episode where my co-host Jenna and I recap the movie P.S. I Love You, which is available on Netflix. And we had so much fun doing that. So you can listen to that if you search for A Very Merry Iconic Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Acast, wherever you listen to your shows. So what else? I also have to mention the Patreon. If you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Click become a patron. If you donate $4 more per month, you get access to the bonus episodes. Doing one a month, more importantly, the money helps to support this show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm also on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. Okay, that was all the paperwork, the business I had to get out of the way. I know you guys are tuning in for Brandy, Brandy Glanville, and it's annoying that I have to say all that, but you know, I got to do it. Got to keep the lights on. Go to Cameo if you want a Cameo. <laughs> Everythingiconic.store for the merch. I mentioned it a hundred times, didn't I? I got to mention it. Anyway, without further ado, let's chat with Brandy Glanville. I'll leave you guys with this interview. I love you all so much for listening. Brandy, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm feeling like a hooch because I went to a strip club and I decided that I need to dress sexier. You look amazing. Well, thank you. you I got ready for hair you. Hair looks amazing. The makeup looks amazing. The dress is amazing. It's a it's a onesie. It's like a it's shorts. It's a squirt. It's gorgeous. <laughs> now, Brandy, you. I've watched you on so much reality TV. I think you're one of our greatest reality TV stars. <laughs> thank uh, you. Fantastic. What do you think it is about you that makes you a good reality star? Because you've done a lot of shows. I think ultimately it's just that I'm myself and people love that and they also loathe that. And it's just, you know what you're going to get. And I like, I always say, I'm going to change my number. You're poking a bear, but I can't. I'm old as F. Fuck. Oh, God, I can say fuck. You can fuck I'm old yes, as fuck. I'm, if I was going to be able to change it, it would have changed already. Changed so people know, like, put her in, you'll get a reaction because she's got a hot temper. Right. So I feel like that's why they hire me because they know that if they poke me the right way, I will react. You're also good at spicing up the shows that need spicing up. Like, even on last season of Real Houses Beverly Hills, you came in for one scene and it was like a breath of fresh air. Like, we needed you just in there. Did you watch the season of last season of Housewives? 
I did. I always watch everything. I'm like you. I like, I, I really do watch mostly Bravo. I, there's very few scripted shows that I watch. Um, I did watch Shrill recently. I liked, and there's one that's very disturbing that I'm watching now, but it's all on Amazon because it's a fucking monopoly and Jeff Bezos is ruining our lives. <laughs> Taking over. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of all the, the Lisa Vanderpump of, of it all last season? It was hard to watch because I've been kind of in her shoes where every, you don't have a friend on the show and you know oh, the whole narrative is about you. However, you're making a lot of fucking money. You need to show up and do your job. I understand that she was going through hardships, but you're supposed to document them on reality TV. Mm-hmm. Look at every divorce we've seen on House Eyes. People are going to jail. People in my first season, Russell died. And that was – I mean, you're supposed to share – the good, the bad, and the ugly. And now, I sort of feel like on Beverly Hills, we've gotten away from that. In the early seasons, I think it was more real, and people were showcasing what was going on. And then it feels like somewhere along the way, it, the lawsuits are being covered up, and all this stuff. And then the episodes are so fucking boring, because nothing's happening. Well, I think the problem sometimes is the girls really, really like each other. Mm. And you don't want to step on anyone's toes. I feel like... I don't know if that, I mean, I know all the girls really like each other for this season, except for maybe me. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think when Erica Jane came on and she was like this amazing, exciting person, she had this glam team and everyone fell in love with her. I feel like a lot of the women thought that that's what they were supposed to do. Yeah. And then it became a bunch of people with glam teams. Right. And that's Erica's thing. It's not everyone else's thing. Right. So I feel like there's sometimes a lack of, Wanting to protect your friends, or no, wanting to, not a lack of that, yeah. but a lack of authenticity because you want to protect your friends. Right. And you don't want to say anything about what's really happening. Yeah. Yeah. Now we saw sort of the dissolution of your friendship with LVP. And I just wanted to keep things maybe like a little positive right yeah, off the of bat. Course. Like what's, what's one thing you miss so much or one thing you really love or miss about her and Ken oh, or the gosh. relationship? Um, I have to say she's an inspiring businesswoman. She would always um, be working on something. She was constantly working. There was never like downtime. She's like, darling, I have to work. I'm like, it's Sunday. We're brunching. No, it's work. So I respect that because they're always hustling. And I'm just like, yeah, Sunday, fun day, Saturday, (laughs) Saturday. So I think that she did help me kind of realize like I have an opportunity and it's time to take advantage of that. Uh, speaking of a Sunday Funday or whatever, did you read Ross Matthews' book? Fuck him. What happened? Wait, so I just read the book and there was like a whole chapter about you. Yeah, is there? There's like a whole chapter. Okay, yeah. he's stupid. What um, happened? Ross can suck my dick, number one. <laughs> what happened? So along, I don't mean to laugh. But no, but you know, he yeah. really can because I should have been second place on uh, Celebrity Big Brother, but he fucked me over and I have not had one happy hour since he promised happy hours forever. What a dick. Yeah, what a dick. dick. Horrible. Who withholds alcohol? Anyway, <laughs> um, he called me one day and he wanted to know if it was okay if he wrote about me in his book. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, sure. What are you going to write? He's like, well, do you remember that day that you came over? And I said, yeah, it's fuzzy but because it was like 10 years ago. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. If you want to write about it. And apparently what he wrote was not that nice. I mean, I don't remember all of it. Right. But it was 10 years ago. Right. And also it's like, I think it's one, I think it's the first chapter, like one of the, it like kicks off the book. I mean, he needs me. What can well, I say? you know what? You gotta, you, you know, <laughs> he needed he to sell that book. Talking talk about that book. Um, do you keep in touch with the Celebrity Big Brother cast at all? I fell, I yeah. fell back in love with you on Celebrity Big Brother. I thought you were so fantastic on it. Thank I loved you. watching you on it. We do have a group text that annoys the fuck out of me. Really? Because it's like everyone and then there's numbers for some of them and names for some of them. I'm like, who the fuck am I talking to? I know <laughs> Is it's- Omarosa in it? Uh, she is. I have her phone oh number. Oh my God, that's crazy. I have crazy people's phone numbers in my phone that we could just go through and be like, who's the most wild? But it, probably Omarosa's up there, but like who else? Wild? I don't, she's not wild. She's very strategic. She's, she's like great in so many ways because she's crazy, but she's smart as a fox. Yeah. And it's like those people scare me. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, in the, not to go back to Ross's book to give it more whatever, but, um, he also mentions that when Omarosa came in the house and they knew that Omarosa was going to be there, he felt like he had to get some of the juice out of her about like what was going on in the White House. And I wonder, did you feel any of that or were you like just wanted to get to know her? Like what was your first reaction when you were like, oh, there's fucking Omarosa? 
I was scared because like FBI guys rolled up behind her and they were sitting out front of Marissa's house. I was like, this is dangerous. I don't want to be around her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. I was interested in meeting her other half because I wanted to see what kind of person that would be. And he was lovely, to be honest. Um, Ross definitely was driving the ship trying to get info. But I feel like sometimes you just have to enjoy the moment that you're in. Um, I do like Ross. However, I feel like... Do we know the real Ross? I don't know. I don't think we do. You know, I wasn't really familiar with Ross's work. I just read this book because I was, uh, I'm working on a memoir thing. So I was like reading a few different things sort of in that vein. And so that's why it came up. I also want to talk about your books. I love your books. Oh, thank you. I think your books are so funny. And truly, I've read a lot of the Housewife adjacent books. And I think uh, the two of yours are really, really funny. And I don't know if it was the collaboration with the ghostwriter, the writer it wasn't you worked a ghostwriter with. Because it, I, she's my friend, right? And I, right. I get so mad when people. I'm like, if it was a fucking ghostwriter, I wouldn't put her name on the fucking cover. Right. She was one of my friends. Neither one of us had ever written a book before, so we collaborated. We're like, we could write a fucking book. We got this, and, and it was it. fantastic. Like, I think you, I, I'm a ghostwriter myself, so I, I'm on the other side of. That. I saw when yeah. I googled your name, all of these different books came up, and I'm like. <laughs> but I respect so much when a celebrity is like, I'm going to put the name on the cover and they're a co-author because a lot that's not industry standard. Like nope. a lot of people do not do that. You could have done that book on your own and just had someone write the whole thing. And not that you, you know what I'm saying. No, um, it, just, it definitely was. We, it took the two of us, honestly, yeah. because she got so much out of me that I don't think I was gonna share and she's like, you have to tell it. I'm like, Pulled it out of you. Yeah. But it was so, it's also so funny. I think they're great beach reads. Will you do another one? I am doing another one. I just, gosh, it's, I th- I feel like right now I finally have enough material to write another book because everyone's like, where's the number three? I'm like, yeah, I need to live, live some more bit. life. Right. So and what's the next one about? Is it dating stuff? Yeah. No, gosh, I think it's going to be kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I, there is like sex in this city for me at my age, you know, there's that aspect of it. So I think it's going to be a little bit of the first one because Everyone loved the drinking and tweeting and where I am now in the divorce situation. A little bit about my romantic life living in this city, obviously reality TV and raising two teenage boys that are very hetero and very horny. Oh my God, what a nightmare. Right? I love it though. I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, Speaking of sex, I have to ask you about Denise. What's going on with Denise? <laughs> what there's a great segue! Right? There's all I know. I'm great at my job. I, what you are, know what? What's You're going to have rumors? to watch and see. Can you give us like a little... like? I, Okay, wait. Is a, a lot of people, uh, fans, are maybe worried that next season might be like a similar situation where it's like everyone against one person. Can you tell us, like, is that going to be the vibe or is it? That was not my experience at okay. all. So okay. um, I think that people are just anticipating and they're not, they're not, if that's not what's going to happen. So, you know, there's always, there's always somebody that gets called in their shit. I mean, somebody gets a big head and every season they start acting like someone they're not. And it gets, you know, it gets happened. It's happened to all of us. Right. I don't, because I'm only in part of the season, I can't speak for a lot of it, but that's not when I shot. It's not the vibe I got in any way, shape or form. And as far as the Denise stuff, because I was um, given a cease and desist, <sighs> I'm going to just not talk about it until... I have to. Can I at least ask you what's your favorite Denise performance? <laughs> I mean, I think we all love Wild Things, don't right. we? I, you're, that movie you confused me. me up for that. That movie confused me so much as a kid because I was like closeted like, gay, but that scene with Nev Campbell, I mean, it's just it's yeah. iconic. Right. Um, what's going on with Leanne and Eddie? Are, are, how's the relationship with them? Everything good? Yeah, they're great. I mean, honestly, I it's a little bit weird but we spend time together you know we spent christmas like i only took a picture with them for real quick but we were together on thanksgiving we had mother's day brunch together um i just want to make the kids happy at this point i had to kind of put my own ego and cuntiness aside and just be like you know what gotta do it for the kids because they're so happy when we're all together yeah it's so interesting as i was like researching to interview you i was looking online and there is so much it's obviously such popular clickbait the stuff between you and eddie and leanne and i was wondering what is that like because it must be frustrating that everyone asks you about it all the time you know what i i realized it was for so long you just i realized now i will never escape housewives questions or leanne and eddie questions it's just going to be a question for the rest of my life and i'm even getting like television offers to do things about that story. So I have to embrace it. Are you going to do a scripted thing about it? 
You know, we'll see. There's some stuff on the table that. Um, oh, I like that. I know. I'm excited. Like a lifetime thing or something. I was oh like, Oh my that. god! How would you even guess that? I'm, but maybe. Say like my first rodeo. Oh my god! I, you know, one Look of the. I don't. I don't know if you remember this, but when I first started my podcast years ago, you called into my show. I do. I remember sitting on the side of the road and yeah. talking to you, oh and god. you were so sweet, and you were so kind to do it because it was like right when I started, and it, I was just so excited to talk to you, and you were so I sweet. still am again. But um, one of the things you said that I like loved. And I, I hope you don't get mad at me I for saying care. this. But you had said that Leanne has a poster of Coyote Ugly in the yeah. house and that you had suspected that Eddie had hooked up with Piper Paraboo. Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, I'm. it's not even – I know in my heart, like, do I have factual proof? No, but I was there. I was on the set of the cave. It 1 million percent happened. She was horrible to me. I was there with my one-year-old new son. And Piper was – Yeah, who she was horrible to me. Okay. I, yeah, I have no love for her at all. She can suck it. I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> um, but does Leanne know that he hooked up with her? Or I, I don't think she would. How would she have the knowledge? I mean, right. there's a poster because she sang for in Coyote Ugly. That she song. was the voice. Her best of, song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, know, I don't know it, but yeah. um, I'm kidding. I probably do. What is Can't it? Can't Fight the Moon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know good, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, she would not have any knowledge and, because I don't I never really talked about it until I told you. Yeah. And I, I haven't know, and talked it about best, it since. It was the best thing ever. I loved it. <laughs> um, also, you, speaking of Eddie, he's in a new show with Catherine McPhee, who is now married to Yolanda's ex, oh, David Foster. Like, what the fuck is going on? What is, this, what is this like weird Nepotism, incestual right? pool of nep- people? Yeah. I, I was like, this is like 10 degrees of separation because <laughs> I know David really well. I was friends with Yolanda. I still am. I went through the divorce with them. And it's just all of a sudden we actually, Eddie and I had met and hung around like a little bit with Catherine and her ex-husband years ago, like years and years and years ago. And then I, apparently she cheated on her ex-husband with another person. And then Eddie did too. So they have kind of parallel lives. I feel like she should get on housewives. Like how do we bring her in the mix? I don't think that David would sign up for that again. Again, I don't, I don't think so, but you'd have to ask him. Uh, How's Yolanda doing these days? She's, great um yeah. last i spoke with her which was probably a month ago she was in love oh i know so. i miss yolanda on housewives me too she yeah. was kind of this gangster bitch that laid yeah. down the law and she was like she didn't give a she, fuck she did not she's like right. no she's like we're walking through the airport and she's like somebody want to talk to us she's like, nope not right now and i was like oh you feel like you have to talk to people right. she's like nope you just don't you don't if she says no it's a no i'll never forget when she said who's adrian maloof in this world <laughs> <laughs> she just ha- like it's Yolanda's world, but she's such a great mom, and I look up her to her so much because her kids are so well rounded yeah. and grounded, and stunning. Yeah, so, I mean, it's yeah. stupid, yeah, yeah. but they're good kids as well. So to do all of that, go through a crazy divorce, go through housewife, go through Lyme's disease, all of that, and now another divorce to still be standing. She is a survivor. Yeah. Now, if you were in charge, I know you're not in charge of casting on Housewives, and you're just going to be kind of stepping in a little bit next season, right? Well, I'm, it's more than stepping in. So it's like a friend of? No, I don't I don't think there's a label for it. Okay, okay. Um, but you're around a lot? I So it depends on how they cut it, but yes, you will see. I'm not full-time. Right. There's plenty of me. <laughs> but do we think maybe you'll – would you be open to being full-time? Um, yeah, of course, I mean, obviously. Right. I mean, I feel like that is what you want because if you're going to give – your entire life and put it out there you want to be compensated for that Mm -hmm. it's hard to just like bounce in get a small check and bounce out and be like wait a minute why did i just give them all of my life right yeah uh you had a feud recently with tamara barney judge and what did you make of her firing were you you Uh, well i mean i predicted it I think. I'm pretty sure on our YouTube channel, I was like, (laughs) bye, bitch, bye. The thing about it is I didn't have a feud with her. She had a feud with me. And then I I I set her straight. Yeah. I think it was time for her and Vicky to go, in my opinion. Did you watch – do you watch Orange County? I stopped watching – last season because it was just too toxic for me and i feel like i feel like you're right on that because we know every single thing there is to know about them we there's no new information coming out so now to this point in order to stay relevant they have to create chaos and toxicity that's what they think Mm -hmm. and that's not what i want to watch right right Uh, i know i'm jumping around but i just have so many questions for you gerard butler you hooked up with him famously right yeah how was that when was that what was that around the time he did ps i love you with that thick irish accent 
I don't even know. I don't even know what I know. I was on Housewives, yeah. so that's oh, you about, were on. So you were already on Housewives. Okay. I was on Housewives, but he did not know that, and it really bothered him that I didn't tell him that. But I don't lead with like if somebody comes yeah. up to me at a beach party. Hi, I'm on Housewives. <laughs> like that's asshole. Like, right? Was was he nice? What was his vibe? He's lovely. Honestly, he's he's a very um, handsome, sexy. He was a little paranoid because he kept looking out the window to see if there was paparazzi everywhere. Mm. Um, but we, it was fine. It was good. It was a long time ago. Any other famous hookups that you can tell us about? Oh, we had so many. Because I feel like in this town, yeah, you know, no, I mean, there's so many actors everywhere. I deaf, deaf dated David Schwimmer for a while. David I, Schwimmer? Yeah. What? Yeah. During, when was this? During, during Friends. During Friends, you dated David yeah. Schwimmer? hello. Do people know this? I don't know. I share it okay. when I can. Yeah. I mean, if people ask me. How was me, David Schwimmer? He seems like an intellectual type. He wore makeup. He wow. wore concealer like out during the day, and I I don't know why Been it there, really David annoyed Schwimmer. me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really annoyed you. It I did. I understand that like, you're on set, you're used to wearing makeup, but I was not used to dating a man sure. that wore makeup. Like now, I'm everyone wears makeup. <laughs> right. Go for it, do it. But in the moment, it bothered me. And he told me, I remember this so well, that I was a bigger girl. What? I was like 109 pounds. Uh, well, do you ever watch those reruns of Friends? Those girls are tiny in it. Like, they have no... I mean, it's like yeah. there's no... me. Back in the 90s, was like such a weird time. Well, welcome to Actresses Now. I, I know, I know. What are you talking about? It's disgusting. About? But, I, I mean, it's disgusting that they're feeling like they have to be that thin. Because yeah. it's like, I watch sitcoms and stuff. I'm like, why is everyone so incredibly thin? It's, it's, it's insane. Because to look thin on TV, you have to be emaciated. Is that emaciated? Yeah, emaciated. I yeah, think. it's yeah. like in real life. It's insane. Did you meet the other Friends girls or Friends cast at the time? So I initially went out with Matt LeBlanc. Oh so I know, right? So we went out together and my girlfriend went out with David. So we were like all hanging out. We had one date with Matt, went back to his house he let his dog lick his ice cream, and I was out. I was like, Matthew, nope. Matthew uh, LeBlanc did. Yeah. Sure. I was like, we were making out. I was, you know, I was totally going to have sex with him. And then the dog licked the ice cream, then he licked the ice cream, and I was like, <laughs> I can't. I was like very like, fuck that yeah. back then. Very picky. Yeah. As yeah, you should be. You're stunning. You should be picky. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was that. And then my girlfriend didn't like David, and David and I had kind of hit it off on our dates, like just the four of us together. Um, and so we dated. Okay. Yeah. For a long time? Was it short? A few months. And then when did you uh, hook up with Matthew Perry? When was that? I never no. hooked up. I know, right? <laughs> it was Courtney. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other famous people that we can... I'm so interested in this. I could talk yeah, about this forever. I was thinking about this. I want to know how they were in bed, too. Well, I slept with David. I didn't sleep with Matt. Okay. Um, I dated a lot. I made out a lot. <laughs> Um, I made out with one of the men in the notebook. They were single at, at the time. That's all I will say. James Marsden or Ryan Gosling? James I Marsden. can't say. James Marsden. I won't make you say, but I would just like to say that he's stunning. He's, yeah, I'm, I only, I yeah. only like hot you have guys. good taste. I know you have really good taste. <laughs> of um, Ashley Hamilton, I dated when I first arrived in LA, and I was telling Ryan last night he played Cold Day Chanel on Sunset Beach, which is interesting because when Ashley and I broke up. I met Eddie at a club. He's like, yeah, I'm on a soap. Uh, I'm Cold Day Chanel on Sunset Beach. I'm like, fuck my life. Are you joking? <laughs> but uh, that happens. Have you always had a look? Have you always had this taste where you're into a hot looking guy? Because you really do have flawless taste Thank when you. it comes to the looks. Yeah. I don't know why it is, but I generally, I mean, obviously everyone is, they gravitate to the hottest person in the room. But for some reason, I get good D. Do you uh, think it's a good thing when you, after you dated all these hot guys, do you think like, God, they're all douchebags? Or have no, because they're not all anything? douchebags. I feel like you know when you're younger, you're dating, you're not necessarily looking to get married. You're just like having a good time, and you know you're 23 and just moved to LA, and like you're, oh my God, you walk out, you go to the whiskey, and not on sunset, the whiskey, um, the whiskey hotel, you know the uh, no, 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 the other one. I don't know. Sunset Marquee, no. Sunset Mar. I think it's Sunset Marquee yeah. whiskey. And you walk in, and there's like Jared Leto and all of these people, and you're just like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. I've dated Ben Stiller for a little while. He has a giant penis. <gasps> yeah, he's handsome. He's he was yeah. funny, and he okay. is handsome. But he was. I kind didn't of know obs- he had a giant yeah. D though. That's interesting. Well, yeah. 
Um, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> Anyone else have a giant D that we need to know about? Um, this is what the next book should be. I would just like to hear every one of these stories. Uh, the problem is I wrote about it in my second book and they took out all the names because right. they were worried they were going to get sued, which we might get sued now. Wait, did you see Jessica Simpson's book? Yes, okay. I'm so proud of her. I am proud of her too, but she names every fucking name. And I'm like, how did they let her do that, right? Because the publisher would normally take out those names. I don't know. I wish, like, I was so proud of her. I was like, damn, girl, right. that's the book I want to read. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she named every, I was shocked. And John Mayer, he comes across, like, they all come across as such douchebags. And she still named them. Good. Good for her. Good for you, Jessica. I know. And you she's all over your Instagram. You I know, love I her. I, I, like, started this thing called Jessica Thursday, and it became, like, a thing. I have to oh. tell you something about her. I met her a couple times. <laughs> And she has the whitest whites of her eyes I've ever seen in my life. What do you think that means? She's just, very yeah. pure. Like, I think that because if your whites are yellow, that means you ingest, like, bad things. Mm. That's what I hear. Interesting. So, but then after that, I was looking into having my, the, the, the top part of my eye no. whitened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is you that can even take that. You can. It is. Oh, my God. Because I was obsessed with her. Was too. she nice to you? She was a little bitchy, but yeah. Nick knew Eddie, and I was with Eddie. How was Nick? He was lovely. Because, okay. you know, guys bro down. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, these are our wives. And she's like, hi. But oh, yeah. I was like, damn, those white eyes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, back to Housewives. Kenya Moore, you guys had like a pretty good feud on Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about Kenya these days? You know, I feel like she's a great villain. And, yeah. you know, I, I... It is what it is. Like, you, what you see is what you get. Mm -hmm. Like, I just worked with her, and I was worried it was going to be horrible. It wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. We just kind of, we, we were professional, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. So, I mean, she really is who she is. Right. Uh, Camille, you guys had some tweets with each other. What's happening with Camille? Did she malfunction at the reunion last? I know you just were watching it, but it seemed like she malfunctioned, right? Like what, something was going on. Somebody forgot to change her batteries. It was crazy. It was like a Barbie breakdown. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, I feel like she doesn't know herself and people can get in her head very easily and she will carry out the mission and she has no idea what the mission yeah, actually is. Yeah, she's just talking. She's like, got it all out. I'm out. And I'm I'm leaving, Andy. No, I'm not. I love you. It felt like she, yeah, she didn't know where exactly to stand with all of the drama. So she was just saying anything and everything at all times. And it was like, what's happening? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and she did announce, but she is, she is going to be back on Housewives, right? I did. I only saw her once. Okay. So was I don't it awkward? think. Well, she ran. I mean, she didn't run, but she was like. Oh, like I didn't I saw her once and then it was she kind of went the other way didn't see her the rest of the night uh, what's going on with Kim everyone loved your friendship with Kim how are you guys doing Kim and I are sisters I love Kim we talk every day it's funny because she is my like one best friend takeaway that I've always stayed in touch with and we have a lot in common yes we're both crazy yes we there's crazy things about us on the internet but ultimately we're single moms trying to figure out life after reality TV, trying to hustle, make a living, possibly date. Our dating lives are hilarious. Um, she's she's the best. Yeah. You know, she's the best. Uh, is she doing well in her sobriety and everything? Like, health-wise, she's doing good? Yeah, she's doing great. She's in the best place that she's been in a really long time. Okay. And I don't like to speak about it because it's yeah. not my place, but I'm seeing her later today. But she's happy. She's healthy. And I think she's gotten to the point where she doesn't care as much what people think. And that's I good. think that's what's made her happier. I'm excited it was just announced she's coming out with a book, I think, at some point. And I want to read the shit out of that. Me too. I mean, she's not even sure what's in it. She <laughs> she's like, I don't think I did a book. I was like, girl. But Right. So where do you and Denise stand now? <laughs> um. Well, let's just say we're standing and not laying down anywhere. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I, I like I, I keep said, asking no, about because I, I will do good. the same thing to you in okay, a good. few minutes. <laughs> no, um, we don't have a relationship, unfortunately. Interesting. I'm so excited to watch it play out. I would love to be her. People friend. think it's fake, though, like this whole like the gossip and everything online. It's fake, but it's not fake. All I can tell you is I don't lie. Right. Right. Um, okay, so I want to bring up some iconic moments, and I just want to get your reaction of like some of these scenes that you've been in in the past. So the throwing wine on Eileen, one of my favorite moments. Jeez. And I love Eileen, too. I do, too. And I, I feel like 
That was like the beginning of the end for me because I was like, why the fuck did I just do that? That was when you malfunctioned. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> crazy Barbie. Trenchy batteries. But it she struck a nerve when she talked about how she met her husband. And I would normally react to that with like, bitch, that's fucked up. And I just went over the top and, and tossed some wine at her. Because we were talking about soap operas. We're sitting there with two of like these soap icons that I watched growing up. And I I felt like I just morphed into a soap. Sure. I'm like, I want a soap opera. I'm going to throw wine. But I did feel horrible. And I, I called her a million times. And I'm like, I am so sorry. Yeah. And I'd never done that before yeah. in my well, life. Well, it need, you know, something needed to be done. What I liked about that moment was that <laughs> – I felt like as a viewer, I'm watching the screen and you're, I could almost see inside your head, like this scene is boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, because the scene was really boring. Yeah. And I felt like you were producing for yeah. us because we need something to happen on these shows. And then, um, yeah. That's when I felt like, okay, I'm doing things I wouldn't normally do. Right. And I need, this needs to, you need to check yourself. So at what point in all of this whole journey have you thought like, okay, now I need to go on and just be myself and that's enough. I don't need to make these moments. I've always felt that way. I think that that moment was a wake up call for me. Like, Mm. why did I just do that? And ultimately I did need to take a break from doing that, that show because it was turning into Brandy do something and I'm like well, I wouldn't normally do anything was there pressure from producers or outside forces to like spice things up I mean there's always producers you have to realize these producers are they work they're independent contractors so they hire them if they get a great show great season they're hired for the next season if they don't produce a great show they don't have a job so you have to think about we all think that they're our best friends but ultimately yeah they're putting they're, on a show yeah they're putting on a show but they have to it's for their job it's for their livelihood so as much as people would be like we don't have a show give us a show it was my own doing yeah. i mean ultimately i'm the boss of myself sure and i think that that is um yeah that was kind of a low like what the i was yeah. perplexed with myself yeah but i know i was pissed at something but I was like, I didn't. I thought it was really funny. Of course, if I was on the receiving end, I would be so. If I was Eileen, I'd be so upset. And it was, of course, wrong of you to do. But as a viewer, (laughs) I was like, yay, something's happening. (laughs) Um, But I wonder, is the production company the same this season as it was last season? Yes. Why did they do that? um, Orange County and and Beverly Hills has the same production company. But so I just have to say, like Orange County and Beverly Hills have been pretty bad lately. Like, why do they keep bringing them back? Do you think? I think so. I no. I mean, it's. Listen, it's up to the girls to yeah. make the show. Yeah. Ultimately, if they're going to be toxic and crazy, guess what? They're not coming back like the two we just talked about. Um, I think Beverly Hills is a different animal. It's more – it's not so crazy and toxic. Like yeah. w- women do really celebrate each other. They have their you know moments of being divas. But it's not like I'm going to ruin this person's life. Uh, talk to me about the Amsterdam dinner. That's like a nice scene for the ages. Fucking on a boat, bitch. It's so good. On a boat. You can't escape it. Wait, I'm, I'm not a good swimmer. We're talking about the restaurant scene where it's like... Oh, God. I'm talking about the restaurant. Okay. Where, that, there's a couple you, of dinners in Amsterdam. Right, where Lisa Renna throws the glass. That was... I mean, that I was, was crazy. I was in shock. You could see it on your face, like, watching that. You were sitting there like, what's happening? Like, I, and normally I, you'd be the one driving the drama, but you were even like, what the fuck? I, I mean, for me, I'm like, that's assault and battery. Like, what? Like, I had glass shards on me. I was just – I had never seen anything like that. And it that was next level shit, yeah. which I just didn't expect from her because she is a cool chick and she's very, like, fun and zen for the most part. She says what she feels, but I I guess – She like, snapped. She sna- I guess we all have our snapping moment. Was there something that was cut out? Like, what was Kim saying about the husband? The husband. That's the thing. Kim didn't know anything didn't about know. the husband. Yeah. She was just, like – she was trying to poke her. And then Kim, you know, she was like saying, mm, don't want me to say something. You know, you don't have any inf- real information. And Lisa, you know, obviously it's like with me, my triggers, my kids or my family that I love. And with anyone, she just, that was her trigger. And I was just in shock. It was, it was, um, that was some next level shit. It was so good though. That, yeah. I mean, that episode was one of the all time greats. <laughs> uh, now when Faye Resnick said, no matter how many Chanel's, You'll borrow. You never be a lady. When she says something like that crazy to you, are you thinking like, "Oh my god, you are you just like buried yourself"? Or what do you think? I, you know, in those moments, um, I wasn't thinking about the show. Yeah. 
I was just like, wow, what a horrible human. And ultimately, <laughs> since then, we have made up and yeah, you guys we're are fine. buddies now. Yeah, we're fine because she's paid her, she's paid her, like, she's done her time. You know, she, it was not a right thing to say. She probably wouldn't have said it had the cameras not been on or, you know, she was, you know, she's Kyle's best friend. Of course, so like, if someone messes with my best friend, I'm going to stand up for them. And I feel like, yeah, she did the crime. She paid her time and she is an, a nice lady, has, honestly. Has there been an opportunity or a, a time when you guys thought maybe that Faye would be a full-time housewife? Or has that ever been talked about? Or is it her interest not to be? Or I don't know, because it's not up to the girls ever. It's up to production, you yeah. know? So I think that, I mean, I could sit here and guess, but I don't want to do that. Cause the, uh, you mentioned that you you regret the throwing the wine. The LVP slap, like it was a little tap. That was a love tap. I don't regret that because her and I had this like relationship where we would joke with each other and I would always pretend like I was going to kiss her. I'm like, let's make out. And like, I even have a video, which I will never show of me giving her a lap dance at her house at Sunday dinner because she is a little wild. She's wilder than people think. And she's, you know, she's inappropriate, but fun. Um, I was totally joking. I took it too far, you know. I was on a boat. I, <laughs> I was again. On a boat. We do silly things on boats. You do because you yeah. can't escape and you you feel claustrophobic and you act out. Right. And you start slapping people. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get it. Um, this season on the upcoming season, do you go on any trips? I did not go on the trip. Okay. No. Are the trips fun or are they stressful? What's the vibe of the trip? I do. That's like the one thing I miss are the trips because you get to take amazing trips and, yeah. you know, go to places that you love or haven't been to before. And the, usually the vibes are fun. The problem is you're there for maybe three days. So, you know, it's you get off the plane and it's like, let's go. It's not like, OK, we're going to rest because we're jet lagged. Right. It's like meet for dinner in an hour and a half. So there's no downtime. It's not a vacation. However, it is still fun. You're just exhausted. Is there one that sticks out to you? Uh, we talked about Amsterdam. Is there a trip that sticks out that was really either fun or the most stressful? Or I think Paris was difficult. Um, it was fun, kind of, but there was all the sister drama with Kim and Kyle, and then Rinna, and like I just I don't I don't like to kick people when they're down. Mm. So I had it was just it's hard to sit and watch. Someone who's already struggling be like kind of, I don't know, like, t- taken advantage of. Like, mm-hmm. okay, let's make this the focus and let's all go after her, even though she's already struggling. Like, I don't, I don't partake in that. I don't think viewers really like it when it's like a, a gang up. I, I use that word again. It's like, I don't think viewers like it when it's kind of everyone against it's, one. It's not, it's not. It's it reminds me of high school. Yeah, and the life. shows in general, I think, are always better when there's like layers where there's you know different stuff going on. Yeah, I, I think that everyone on these shows has their go-to bestie, and then you know you're going to defend your person. And there's always going to be someone that changes a little, mm-hmm. you know. And there's a villain every year, but it, I don't think that this year it was like everyone against one person at all. Okay. So everyone's saying that. I know I'm reading that on the blog. Yeah, not everyone's saying yeah. it, but I don't think that's the case. Okay, good. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Uh, do you watch Vanderpump Rolls? I've watched it a couple times this season. Um, I I don't, I'm not caught up. Yeah. But I've watched it. Lisa's in it a lot. It's kind of a rough season, I think. Is it? Yeah. It just feels like they don't know exactly like what they want to be. They brought in all these new young people, but then they still have the the regular cast. And what's interesting on Vanderpump Rules, it's almost like the whole cast has bandied together. But on Housewives, they get rid of people more frequently. But Vanderpump Rules, the same cast has been there forever, and it seems like it would be hard for the network to get rid of certain people because they're all friends in real life. Does that make sense? I don't know. No, it does. I mean, I think it's more of a family mentality and they agree to fight with each other. And for me, like, I always say the writing on that show is amazing. You know what I mean? It's a little more like, okay, we'll fight and we're still gonna be best friends and get our houses next to each other. But I feel like it's much more produced and I can just kind of tell when someone's saying a line or it's there, it's authentic. So I feel like there is an audience for that. I'm not really that audience. I have watched it. I do like the new blonde girl. Dana, uh, she's good. Yeah, yeah. I love you. I like her. Like her. I, it took me a minute, but now I like her. Yeah, She seems I like, like her. a firecracker. I like her. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, you know, I'll, at some point when there's nothing on, I'll, I'll finish it. it. I'll, yeah, I'll binge yeah. it. There's too much with the Jack. There's like a Jackson Britney wedding, which is just exhausting. Britney's lovely, though. I have to say, the first time I met her, she was like, I want to give you a hug. I'm like, oh my God, I don't like hugs, but I'll hug you. <laughs> but what about, do you, have you met Jax before? Oh, yeah, I've met Jackson many He's times. sort of a monster, right? <laughs> um, I don't, I'm hoping it's just for the television show. Um, okay, I have a little lightning round, and then I have some questions that people wrote in for okay. me to ask you. So the lightning round, these are all sorts of questions, but uh, Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera? Brit, Brit. Favorite uh, Eddie Sabrin TV show or movie? Third Watch. Favorite rom-com? In the Notebook. <laughs> Meanest. Was that during the time he was filming? Them? I cannot talk to you about that. I want to know more about this. No, it James wasn't. Morrison. He was no. He was this single. Did you see Sonic the Hedgehog? He's in that. No, I no. <laughs> He's single now. Um, who's the meanest Bravo celebrity? The meanest. Um, mm, mm, mm. Oh, is there someone who is just an asshole to you? Kenya. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Um, who's the nicest? Who's been the nicest to you that or surprised you the most that they were nice? Luann was super nice to me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, hottest man in Hollywood. Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, he's sexy. Yeah, stupid. Uh, this isn't part of the lightning round, but I'm just remembering you tweeted something about Carl from Summer House recently that people were picking up. Yeah, I was up annoyed. What, what, I don't even know what it was, but I saw it when I was doing my research before I came here. Something came up. I don't know. I was watching the show and he was talking about... What did I tweet? Do you know? I don't know. What did you... Do you like Summer House? I feel like it's... It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. I'll watch season, it. I'll yeah. watch it if it's on. It used to be really shitty, and then it seems like it got good. I feel like he's faking a relationship with this girl, and that's annoying. And he's like, "Oh, I'm straight," and like, or something like that. And like, none of us are actually straight. There's no such thing as straight. Right. So, like, whatever. And I tweeted something about that, and I'm like, I'm not saying I'm not outing him as a gay man. I'm just saying no one in our world is actually there's no such thing as straight. But do I think that relationship that he's pretending to have is pretend? Yes. <laughs> He's pretending to have his pretend. Yes. Uh, okay, so as Lisa wants to know, how do you feel 
Um, how do you feel about Vanderpump Rules becoming so popular, considering you launched it? You and Shishi launched it. I mean, do you I get a like, cut of that? I feel like no. you need to get a cut of that. No, I do not get a cut. I'm I'm happy for. Listen, I don't hate. Listen, if they're it's doing well, I'm happy for all of them. Honestly, was there pressure for you to do that scene, or was that? Uh, so much pressure. I told Lisa no a million times. And I was like, I have nothing to say to this woman. I don't ever want to see her again. Why would I sit down yeah. with her? Like, I'm already getting over the pain. My ex-husband's moved on. Like, this is not what I want to do. And then she just kept asking. And I said, you know what? For our friendship, because I'm your friend and I want you to get your other show. And if that's if it's going to help you, I will do it. But I am not happy about it. Yeah. And I go, and I'm not going to be nice. Yeah. So it was, uh, it took a lot for me to do it. And I, I didn't want to, but you know what? Good for her. Like I said, she's a hustler. Sheena and you are in a good place. Didn't you do someone, didn't she do your podcast or something? Am I making that up? No, I think that well, I don't remember exactly what happened. I don't think she did my podcast. We're fine. Like I see her around right. and we're good. Like I have no issue with her. I hope she finds like a great guy and has babies. She's That's got really a hot for her. new boyfriend. The, the guy is. So here's the thing, Sheena, if you're listening, we need to stop doing hot. I realize we can do like <laughs> medium and like we, we just, the hot does not work, it work out. Yeah. It never works out in the end. Well, see, you've learned. Yeah. What was your reaction being called, being called the slut pig? Megan wants to know. <laughs> That was another moment. I love it. I mean, right now I'm like, in the moment I was like, is this really fucking happening? I'm gonna have to beat these chicks up on like a Michael Kors wedge and a cast with no crutches. I was like, your this debut is- season was a Oof. season. Randy. Jeez. Um, I didn't know what it meant, but I kind of liked it. And then in the moment I was like, I'm going to kill this woman. I was going to break a finger if one more finger got put in my face. But now like Kim and I are, it's so funny because we were like bitter enemies and I didn't even know why. And now we're like best friends. Yeah, I We've like come that. a long way. You've come a long. What about Kyle? Where do you and Kyle stand? Kyle and I are in a great place. Okay. Yeah, she's. Good. I mean, who would have thought? I think because I was friends with Lisa. It's like you pick one. You can be friends with Lisa. Or you can be friends with Kyle. And it just and then the sister stuff. I kind of got in the middle of which I shouldn't have. You no. know, just because I'm protective. I believe that Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump have never liked each other. I believe you to be right but kyle does like her she says and lisa says she likes kyle but i know for a fact that lisa does not like kyle because she's told me yeah i mean i just could see that i felt like they both try to make truce for the show or something and i thought that was always evident to viewers who've been watching from the beginning yeah that's like, how i feel too i'm like you ra- you guys i mean like that's exactly how i feel yeah but because i feel like for LVP, I know she wanted to be Queen B, and Kyle is Queen B. Like they are both Queen, they're both anchors of the show. They mm-hmm. we needed it's Dynasty. We need enemies. Yeah, right, right. Frenemies. I can't just be one. But I think in their heads or not not Kyle because she is a girl's girl. But with Lisa, she wanted to be the head BC. HBIC. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Good girl. Right. Um, good girl. You <laughs> just said like <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, have you kept in touch with anyone from famously single? Lisa wants to know. Yes, I talked to. I mean, I. I'll say talk to, but it's texting, as we all know. Callum, um, Polly on occasion. Yeah. I love Polly. He's a, he's so sweet. Um, Aubrey on occasion. That's kind of. Did you did Aubrey mention anything about Don Jr. Because like it came out like later that she had been like with him or something. No, she said that you guys would die to know who my real one true love was, and she never. It never came out until way after the fact. Way after the fact. So and you didn't. Like, she didn't like tell you. And I had no right. No, she didn't. We almost killed each other, but. At the end, we're like, game recognized game, or we can be friends. Right. Um, okay. I think I got everything. I'm trying to think. Did I miss anything? Uh, was there ever a chance that you were going to do a reality show with Leanne and Eddie? Didn't they do a VH1 show? Did they ever ask you to do that? They did not ask me to do that. There was never a they chance. They should have. It would have stayed on the air, maybe. I swear right now, like, I want to write a song for Leanne to sing. Like, oh. that's, I think it would be amazing. I would love that, Brandon. Right? Please. Do you have a favorite one of her songs? I'm not a country person. Like at all? I love when you said she's a cunt. I she know I'm horrible, but <laughs> no, she has an amazing voice, and I feel like I just think it would be such a great collaboration. I don't think it will ever happen. You could be in the music. You can like star in the music video. Um, yeah. You and Eddie, I don't know about that, right? No, but just like a, like a something campy and fun that she could sing because she's she doesn't want to be known as a country artist. She wants to be, you know, she's she's. A musical. Like pop. She's a musical. Yeah, she's a musical. <laughs> she's a musical. No, she wants – she's just a great singer. She's a singer. Yeah, she she doesn't want to be known as country. And for me, I feel like stick with what you know, girl. Do yeah, country yeah. and do it all day long. Right. But 
I've written so many songs that are probably horrible, but if she sang one, I think we could make a lot of money. I would love that. People like me would all buy the shit out of it. Right? Um, Okay, so I'll wrap this up by just saying, uh, listen to your podcast. Can you leave us with anything else about the Denise? Like, what was it like hooking up with Denise? Girl, stop it. (laughs) I am not answering that question. Talk Um, about your podcast. um, Well, first, I want to say that we have an audio book for drinking and tweeting that's available now. On brandyglenville.com. Um, we have Brandy Glenville Unfiltered, my podcast that I've been doing for fucking ever. Um, I'm at Brandy Glenville on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And, um, fuck, there's a lot. Like, that's a lot. No, that's enough. Say my name a lot. I love it. Say my name. Say my name. (laughs) I told you I can't say. Thank you so much for chatting with me. This is such a delight. I feel like I've watched you on every one of these shows because I always, I always say you're one of the best reality stars we have. You do it, you do your job and you do it well. And I thank you for just entertaining us. Like scenes like where you're throwing the wine, we need scenes like that. And so God bless you for making it great. And I can't wait to see all this stuff happen next season. Uh, with Denise Richards. I'm so excited. <laughs> You're obsessed. All right. <laughs> thank well, you, thank you. I, I, now I'm going to interview you for my podcast. I can't wait. Everyone We're take a quick pee break. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic. A North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y, dot com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's all- 